July 19th, 2002. It's the Watt from Pedro Show.
from Pedro show July 19 2002 uh, there's some old who in honor of dearly departed John Entwistle incredible bass player a lot of influence on Watt especially in his young days when he couldn't really hear most bass guitar on records you could definitely hear John Entwistle and miss him much I did get to see him last summer. I was in New York City 
about to leave for a Europe tour with Jay. And I just got done recording uh, this Creedence song with uh, Warren Haynes and Matt Abs of uh, Government Mule. And that night, uh, Matt Abs asked me to go with him to, uh, I know, some Times Square thing, Disneyfied B.B. Uh, King Club. or It's horrible his name is hooked on to something like that. Yeah. And John, yeah, or the Universal Studio thing. You know. Anyway, it was one of them jive things. And John Entwistle was playing with a solo band, was basically, um, you know, a cat who could sing like Roger and somebody who tried to do Pete Townsend guitar. And it was terrible, but he was uh, really smoking on the bass. Half the stage was his gear. <laughs> he was very loud. And he uh, so effortly, effortlessly, you know, um, the way he played. It's incredible to see his. One of his nicknames, of course, was Ox, but another one was Thunderfingers, and his fingers were something to watch. And he would just uh, stand there, kind of stoic, you know, but the, and let all the fingers do the Wayland. <laughs> How many times you see the? I only saw the Who once in '74. It was Quadrophenia. I never saw the Kenny Jones stuff, and it was Keith Moon. But I saw John 10, 11 years ago at the Strand do another solo thing, and he had like a Starship band there, and that was terrible too. But he was, again, amazing, and I got to uh, see him after the gig, in fact, and shake his hand and, and say, you've had an amazing effect on me. Thank you. Incredible bass player. And he was very genteel, very <laughs> much a gentleman about it. He said, thank you very much. I was uh, very sad to hear um, he had to leave. He got called backstage with D. Boone and my pop and all those cats up there. Um, started off with John Coltrane, Sunstar, off of something that came out uh, after he died a few years ago called uh, Stellar Regions. In fact, uh, I was telling you about this interview, right, with Lewis Porter, a guy who probably wrote the best book on Joel Co John Coltrane, and he says Alice is sitting on, I don't know, 40, 50 hours, but she's going to release it over 20 or 30 years. Another cat's got maybe 10 hours of live gigs, and another cat has six hours of prac tapes or something. Done about 58, 59. Just John Coltrane playing by himself. So there's still stuff to be, yeah. Made 40 records in his life, and then there's been all this stuff since, and stuff for the future. Uh, I was just telling you, he passed away two days ago, 1967. Only 40 years old. Incredible influence on me, too. Uh, this is first show back at the... Uh, Love Grotto here on the Pleasure Point, Wild Kingdom Radio. Welcome back. Long Brother back. Matt. Many wild miles. Yeah. Uh, I, I screwed up and forgot the little board, so we can't get our dually mic going. So, uh, and Brother the Matt's got to. Yeah. we got to get a reality on this dealio here. <laughs> We're going to have to double up on the single mode. Yeah, you did the, the full on power stud tour, huh? Six, how many, 60 shows in 61 days or something? Close, 61 gigs, 62 days. Man. 
was amazing. Yeah, it was intense. Uh, first uh, five weeks, Pete Mazich, organ, bass, drum band, second man. Second four weeks, uh, Tom Watson, John and Terry show. And Jerry Trebitich drums the whole way. And I got to say, no princesses. These guys were tough. No wine. And that was Pete's first tour. He did 35 gigs in a row. Wow. No need for tiara. Mm -hmm. Didn't even have to threaten it, putting it on the dash or something, you know. I, I was very blessed to have good, uh, solid cats who aren't sissified uh. by a fascist rock and roll, roll mentality that's creeped into a lot of uh, music and scourged it with uh. bunkness. <laughs> Too much bunkness. <laughs> too much bunk. Well, any bunkness is probably too much. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> okay, and uh, uh, they, 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 all three of those cats, man, they played like champs and were excited and up to do every gig. It, it was great, and I did some of the new record. I had the cool organ, the new organ deal go. Yeah, that was a trip. It was a trip. It was new for me. I was pretty petrified, first part. Most of it, I'm still not used to it, but... Like Steve Hodges said, being a little bit scared is like being a little bit excited. I did the first part of the new record to start each gig off, and I'll be recording that next month or two. So, cool. Get ready for that thing. I might wait to tour in spring, just the way um, tour that record because the way things are working out and stuff. One of the reasons why Pete had to bail is he works in a pet food lab, and uh, maybe. More time off if I wait for the spring. Uh -huh. So it would be cool to let him do a whole tour. It was righteous to do, uh, finish up with Tom there. In fact, I'm going to do a John and Terry record, uh, you know, once this goes through the dealio with uh -huh. the um, Process. second man's middle stamp. Uh -huh. Got to put the sickness record out. <clears throat> um, and then after that, I'm going to do a black gang record. In fact, we're going to play a little Nels Klein coming up real close. In fact, uh, it's the Mary Star... Um, Fiesta there, and it was interesting on uh, peddling this morning, uh, going by uh, church there. Big uh, Ferris wheel. Now, huh? Your new neighborhood oh, yeah. up the street? Maybe I haven't told the folks. Huh? Yeah, Watts still in Pedro, but no longer on 23rd Street. No more Law, law Fives, 2 plus 3. It's now uh, Walker Avenue. So I'm still in Pedro. No garage, no view of the harbor, but. They didn't uh, totally exile me out. I don't have to do the full-on Dante thing. So the last-minute bum rush, though, out the door? <laughs> yeah, right before the tour. So I came back to a bunch of boxes. It's a nightmare. It's a total nightmare. But I'm, I'm getting that together more. In fact, i got phone jacks in my office now so I can get that. The living room's pretty well done. And uh, I don't do a lot of moving. Whoa. SCD opener. Well, i got a blue thing, too. Oh, oh yeah, blinding. <laughs> yeah, this is to open the funky seat. I got that in the chart. He's got a little ripper. He's got a little uh, dongle here that the blue reminded me of the blue on my keys on tour. I got a blue light to uh, <laughs> give people a little freak out. Anyway, I came back. Uh, it wasn't even, it was my town, you know. In fact, it was interesting driving back because as I come over uh, past Carson, what is there to greet me but Union 76 burning off some big old gases. I mean, there was some fireball in the sky. Late night? Yeah, it was Saturday night. See, last gig of Santa Barbara, well, actually, Goleta, right next to Santa Barbara. It's only 100 miles, so I said, I'm going to conquer my own deck tonight. Uh, and I made the hell ride. 
In fact, I made it by myself. I mean, you can read about this on the diaries at the Hoot page. But uh, last two gigs, we had some trouble with the boat, kind of conking out. Mm. And in fact, I just got her out of the shop. She had two sensors dying, so the pewter on board was getting fed wrong thing, and she had a little rough time. But she performed admirably, I have to say. Also had a leak in the uh, exhaust manifold, so I got her all ship-shaped now. And um, so in order, so Tom, if it did go down, and I had to conk in the boat on the uh, side of the road there. Captain, go down with the ship. Yeah, and not make Tom <laughs> suffer. So I had Tom, because uh, Jer's wife, Kel, brought up the motor home, so I had mm. Tom drive home with him. So, mm. yeah, the captain would stay with the boat uh. there. <laughs> More li- likely a chief. Uh. Yeah. My pop told me, uh, you need an officer to command most boats in the Navy, except tugs. They let chiefs do tugs. Working man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we got, um, well, like I was saying about this fiesta at Mary Star, you know, the big Catholic church here in town. Uh, there was also a big old funeral going on. So uh, with the big flowers, the hearse, uh, the older cops. Who, the only way to go. Uh, provide uh, escort or whatever. There's the Ferris wheels and the... <laughs> Push him down the slide. Yeah. <laughs> Great uh, mixture of images there. So this is, for all that Righteous Mary Star vibe, uh, some pop group. Rest in peace. Watt for Pedro Show. I'm gonna 
Watt from Pedro show. It sounded like there was some bass in that song. (laughs) Slater Kenny with the new um, record. Uh, The Remainder, before that, Wipers, another Portland band. I guess Slater Kenny's a Portland band. And uh, Wipers, which are now a um, Tempe band. Get Let's move towns. Yeah, rain up there gets a little good for a little desert. <laughs> they got some desert. Well, they were um, the girls were from um, Olympia, so not a big hike for them. But Greg Sage definitely to uh, go all the way to Tamp. Tamp AZ. From um, I saw him at when we did um, Anita's with Jay. In fact, Anita's got saved. There's some stuff coming down. It's a great club in Tempe, Arizona. And something was going down to threaten its existence, and people weathers the storm there. So that's great. It's important if you tour a lot, you want cool pads to stay in existence. And I guess if you live in those towns, too. You know, to go and see a band, and everything comes on the TV. Sometimes you got to have that physical element. Uh... Before Wipers, we had Black Flag, My Rules, a Dukowski song. He's got a new band called du- uh, Chuck Dukowski Sextet. He's on the motorcycle. <laughs> these pricks. I wonder if a lot of them are from Pedro. We got a lot of these cats. I know we just heard about Walker Cafe and Century uh, Bikes. Yeah, you know. a little, little weekend. Yeah, a little, a little fringe, a little frill on the saddlebag. In fact, I think they bring it down in a pickup truck and then park it yeah, where the freeway ends, and then they ride it. <laughs> See that on the freeway, you know, the Laughlin and Sturgis uh, and these cats, they don't ride up there. Uh, anyway, start off with a pop group, Spanish Inquisition, lovingly dedicated to our Mary Star Fiesta and funeral services <laughs> for what this morning got to witness. Parallel Universe, Over the Door, Oro Pro Nobis. Okay. Uh, speaking of Pete, um, pushing the extreme, Mr. Nels Klein, I got to play with him twice since tour. Oh, cool. And did two banging gigs. I don't get to play with him anymore. No more banging until maybe middle of September. Oh, so man. That's bunk. Everyone got their own deals. In fact, we can't finish the record till because oh, well, everybody's in different places. Perk's going to get to play Korea wow. uh, with the Jane's Addiction opening for Chili Peppers. Wow! So everybody's out of town and not in town at the same time. So uh, no banyan until then. Just and so we'll no finish up this record. For a while. <laughs> yeah, because tour. Yeah. And then you were in Thailand. You got come on. Yeah, yeah. We went went down uh, for the full moon party last month. And uh, it's this righteous little island, Copagan. And uh, it's party. It's kind of Burning Man-like in a way, except it's on the beach. On this little island, five to 10,000 people come from all around the world. And it was getting to be my birthday time. So so on vacation, birthday, seemed like a good time to, to hit the road. And uh, I did. And so over there, trip around for like three weeks. And it's a cool place. Richard fucking Bonnie went. 
and told me you can get chow on the beach, Chicano. Man, they bring it right to you. Killer. Awesome. Massages right on the beach. Like five bucks, man. Yeah, you can eat for a couple bucks. You know, dude coming down with his little shoulder thing all balanced out, strolling down the beach. You got pineapples. Killer pineapples. They these killer little watermelons the size of footballs. You know, inside just all red and juicy and killer. What? And the pineapples were killer. The dude would just like machete them It tastes like watermelons? Yeah, yeah. They're just like Junior. And, um, but the pineapples were killer. They got some of the best pineapples. And the dude would just like machete it up right there. I think for like a buck, you know. <laughs> Something ridiculous. What's your money called? Bots. 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 You get 40 bots equals one, one buck wow. U.S. And, um. Like it's it's the pirate capital of the world, you know. So I was getting CDs for a hundred bots. Um, it's like, oh, I always wondered about this, you know. So you so don't have like the financial investment. So yeah, I just pick up all kinds of stuff. Get a little stereo set up. My bungalow was like How you fifteen. B H A. I think it's B H O T. I believe. Um, and um, yeah, the, uh, who's on it? Their king. They dig on their king. He's cool, Rama. He's like 75 years old now, but yeah, they really dig on him. Um, yeah, the whole country's so cool. They just want to make sure you have a nice trip, and um, <laughs> you do. Is it knocking? I don't know. Some some kind of little car. I think it's probably the neighbors cruising in. All right. It's about that time. So yeah. So it was a righteous trip. What about weather? Weather it was a little monsoony. A couple days. It was, was that like big rain? Some big rain. Yeah. Um, wind and stuff but that was only a couple days hot cold muggy man it was like for me it's like way out of sweating all the time <laughs> gills uh, ac yeah my bungalow on the beach had like it was 15 bucks at ac full-on blowing fridge um styling right there on the beach 15 bucks that's killer so yeah a little paradise still happening someplace no helicopters waves. buzzing around no waves man i was like flatter than a lake because it's like the big archipelago set up down so there. So there's islands all around this island. Yeah. It's kind of, I, I haven't seen a movie, The Beach, with Leonardo. Uh, they they filmed it on an island right around there. Um, I can't really tell you much more than that because I haven't seen the movie. And uh, I don't know much more than that. But uh, I think cool uh, down there. Richard Bonney was in Bangkok. Mm. That's where he was. And he says it's uh, kind of choking a little bit with the motor scooter tuk yeah, tuk 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 tuks are pretty nuts and it's so packed and they crowded. got them on that island um yeah they got them around most people are cruising scooters around um i i took a chunk out of my foot jumping off the boat so i was mostly like kind of invalided out over there but that was a good place to be laid out when did and it, that happen early fortunately it happened after the party instead of before the party um, but I took a speedboat over. You could take a ferry over there, or you could stay over there. Man, I went in this bungalow, a second-floor bungalow, and I just walked in the pad. It cost two bucks a night for this place right behind the bar. And my first step in went right through the floor. Like the people downstairs, they got this foot coming through the ceiling. And so then I'm, like, starting to tip over, you know? And, uh, you went through the floor. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> yeah, my foot was through. T-Boom went through and, the uh, stage in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> so my arm goes up on the wall to like... Yeah, stare you. Yeah, the little wall comes dislodged and it's kind of hanging and dangling. Um, so I... I uh, so you were taking it to the pad. <laughs> this simple steps. It was like rotten balsa wood. 
You know, that's, that's, I guess that's why it was Boss two bucks a night. <laughs> yeah, well. But, yeah, that, you don't have that inspector problem, I guess, like, like we would over here with stuff like that. Awesome. <laughs> well, probably for the weather and stuff, you don't want probably yeah, Abe big, Lincoln's cabin. Yeah, yeah. Would want to make it a big sod hut. Because a couple of years ago, this island was pretty bare, you know. But they started having this party. Now five to ten thousand people come. What do they month. call the party? The full moon each party. Month. The full moon party, yeah. Um, so every full moon, every month, it's going to be that time again. And I think they also have black moon party a lot of times, which is like new moon. So that gives them all another excuse to have another so party. Two parties a month. I think they even got quarter moon parties called something else. <laughs> 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 okay, let's play some Nels Clyde. Watt for Pedro Show.
Watt from Pedro Show, July 19, 2002, at the Love Grotto, Pleasure Point, Joaquin Radio, San Pedro, Cali, somewhere west of the Continental Divide, north of the equator. Uh, that was Peg Legacies with, uh, let's say, The Dog Dead It. Before that, Old Blue Oyster Cult from their first album, Workshop of Telescopes. Before that, something brand new from Crane. Butter, your virus, brother Matt. Yeah. What was, what, what, you got an invite. Yeah, I got an invite down. It was called Insane Party. And it was for a, a sound healing session down at place around here. Old, used to be the YMCA back in the days. It's huge old classic. Yeah, yeah, old time Elks. Now it's uh, uh, affectionately known as HVH Harbor View House. And. Um, I'm not quite sure what the requirements are to uh, be uh, able to be a tenant, but um, I think it wasn't called an insane party for nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's why Bukowski, uh, you see in a couple of Bukowski books, he said he used to like to go to the post office down there on Beacon Street. right next door. Yeah, because... He used to like to have all the crazy people around because it was more entertaining than just going to the post office to mail your letter. You got like a little bonus show. That's where my P.O. box at. is. Yeah. P.O. box 1821, San Pedro, Cali, 90733, USA, if you want to uh, send something there. Uh, this guy, Richard uh, Polysorbate, played with uh, <clears throat> Imperial Butt Wizards, people like this, uh-huh. Visible Chains. And uh, he gave me a ring, and he, I guess this got a crane in on it too. And uh, I didn't get to go. I guess it's on Wednesdays. Yeah, I was going, and then uh, I didn't go because something else was going. But what this we, was a little thing I was going to bring to make some sounds. Oh, whoa! What's this? It's a little little uh, hill tribe fiddle, I guess. Um, Two string, little coconut fiddle. And it seems like the beauty of it, as far as I can tell, is whether you know how to play it or not, it still sounds the same. <laughs> so I don't know if that would have healed anybody. Might have made somebody sick, though. <laughs> the Mark Sandman played two string. The Morphine Cat, bass, in a slide. That's a trip. It's kind of violin-y, yeah. kind of banjo-y. No frets. No. That's they got the gent play out. I wonder how they finger it. Uh, Maybe just. That's a tripper. Yeah. Uh, We're coming down on the first hour here, right? Yeah, we're at the 57 minute mark. Uh, Okay. Um, Sun's still up. Days are getting shorter, though. It started that process. Sad. Yeah. And the mornings (laughs) here, you know. it hasn't really been like summer. Well, in a way it has. It's all gray. <laughs> the June gloom is into the July uh, continuation of that. I mean, when I, like peddling this morning, I mean, there was mist on me. Yeah, now is like the nicest time of the day. It's orange. Yeah. Yellow ball going down. It's pretty righteous. Summer we haven't had much sweltering. 
Huh? I've only been, been here a few like weeks. a week. Yeah, <laughs> I've only been home a week, and it's been it's been way better. What was than it like when I was on tour? Was it raining a lot? You know, I had rain every day. Oh, we didn't get that much. There was a little bit, but it was pretty nice a lot of times. Maybe too. the storm was just following us on the tour. Sometimes yeah. you get in that it's you a get in, a, in the weather model, track, and uh, it just follows you. Well, that's the way it was going too, and you're out, and just coincidentally uh, uh, winds up with it. So we've got 58 and a half. <laughs> we're going to count down here. Usually, Brother Matt has these signs made up. Oh, yeah, i got to get a whole new thing since we're back in a What'd new era. What'd you get era. to do? Play the guitar uh, with uh, the long neck ladies in the hill tribes. You know, they put the rings around their necks, and they get long necks. Um, check this out for all you listeners at home. <laughs> um, the, they put the rings around their neck. So Yo. that primitive, check out the guitar. Is this old primitive relic with like four wires. And this funky old big It's kind of Lou Barlow style. And uh, clunked, it seemed like uh, my dog has fleas, you know, kind of maybe oh, semi ukulele. So like if it's open, I can I can kind of get a cool little jam going. You got so, rings on the legs. Yeah, she's all ringed out. So I bust out my bick and played some slide. And then these How European do they get them on the neck? Guy. They put them when they're three years old. These women have to be born like uh, midnight... Wednesday on a full moon, and then they get to wear the rings. It's and like a pr- foot protects them from dragons, and uh, Whoa, none of ne- them have been attacked by dragons the in leg, a long time. Uh, the neck looks like a foot long. Yeah, it is like little giraffe woman's. Um, so there was a whole bunch of these little huts, and I got to jam, and the European tourists showed up and said, "Wow, Mississippi blues!" and started videotaping me and taking pictures. That was one of my. It was a gig. Yeah, little gig for the for the Euro tourists and the long neck women, some so Cali blues. <laughs> All right, we're at the end of the first hour. Watt from Pedro show, uh, July nineteen, two thousand two edition. Uh, hang tight, hour two. July nineteen, two thousand two, second hour of uh, Watt from Pedro show. Right here from the Love Grotto on the Pleasure Point, Wild Kingdom Radio, via Pedro. Watt with his first um, gig here since tour. Brother Matt, first since Thailand trip, adventure, exploration. Uh, Another cat just passed away. Well, another bass player, um, Ray Brown. And, of course, maybe a month ago when I was on tour, Didi Ramon, lost a lot of bass cats. But here's a guy who I think played synthesizer and, and sang and stuff. Uh, he had a heart attack and died. This is a fad gadget. Watt from Pedro Show. I'm, 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 I work in a warehouse. That's what? Bed, a bedding work warehouse. In beds. Quite a lot. I mean, that was heavy work, you know, moving. But at the end of January, I'll be leaving. <laughs> then you go to uh, CBS or what? Nimbus. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. 
go away. Come again another day, as I'm sure you will. I have nothing left to talk with. There are two seven-year-old boys in the toy department at Kmart shooting each other with toy rifles for half an hour, and no parents are here with them. Are they going to grow up and shoot the mom whose son was taken from her yesterday by a judge and grandmother in a religious sacrifice to the man in the sky who wears the pants in this family and looks down from a helicopter at all the Florida tourists being bumped in rental cars or running on fire? But then there's the Gaza Strip and all the great breakthroughs going on there as the anger and sorrow of a fucked up planet rises in the wake of their perfectly awful system. As patriarchy cuts its path through me and my son, as it destroys every blade of rented grass, every male and female from every past, and as the goddess of information has the hiccups, thanks a lot, you know, fucking help. As the only thing I can do becomes destroy, dismantle, tear it down, take it apart, stand on it, spit at it, wreck it, as if only my rage is righteous. Nevertheless, I'm here to destroy as much as I create, and I will. Watt from Pedro's show. That was Exine Savanka uh, doing tombs. Before that, some live Perubu. 30 seconds over Tokyo and started with Fad Gadget's handshake. Uh, now, the long anticipated by Watt. The emergence of Brother Matt Spin Cycle.
refrain from smoking while the no smoking sign is visible. We hope you enjoy your flight. Thank you.
winding down another version of the spin cycle, brother man. The sunset session there. Yeah. <laughs> Got uh, inspired recently by some belly dancers, so it's kind of spilled over into the tunes happily. We had the yellow ball just go down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it seemed like a nice one. Okay. Thanks again, brother man. Cool, thank you. I really try to pronounce it and I just took all the, the piss out of it you know it just sounded like 
Matt Monroe was doing it, right? So I say, I bollocks, I'm never doing that again. So, and like, it's, to me, it's like Jamaican stuff, right? You know, you can't understand the Jamaican stuff until you listen to it about a hundred times, right? And then you get it, right? But the same with this, right? If people can't understand it, then too bad. Well, what are you work in the walls? Have you got any idea what you work in the walls? Well, I've got my work? idea, right? Yeah. Well, I only tell the other two about it when I feel like it, right? He's got his idea, right? And mostly I think it's rubbish, right? And he, he doesn't have any ideas at all. See? That's how it is. <laughs> but you've I've got plenty of ideas. Me and Charles are quite partial. Like, he won't let me live with him. Like, he's a bit of a and also, we don't agree on hardly anything, right? Because, like, but we are working on the same thing, aren't we? Joe is yeah. more sort of the earth. <laughs> Basically, we hate each other, right? Because we're jealous of each other most of the time, right? We say stupid things, right? We're always in competition. I don't hate you, I don't. Well, I don't hate you. I don't think enough of you to hate you. Why is the fucking both of us? I don't really hate you. When you write songs, and you know, and you, you know, you want to get an idea, or yeah, like you get ideas, right? And like, like he does at the moment, right? He's doing a lot of the words, right? And I'm doing a lot of the music. But we go around this house, and right? Knock and it out. Just sit up and they try and get in my room. Like a pension. These are final filtering things. When you when you when you put it, it's great. <laughs> That's the end. Watt from Pedro show. That was the gossip with Arkansas Heat. Before that, on the other side of Brother Matt's spin cycle was 
Clash doing Capital Radio and some spiel on a what's the boxer? Some spiel on a subway or tube. I think they're having a strike there with that. Subways? Yeah, it was on the internet. Tube. Oh, the tube. Mind the gap. Okay, uh, coming on the end here. The second hour of the Watt from Pedro show, July 19, 2002 edition, here at the Love Grotto on Pleasure Point and Wild Kingdom Radio in San Pedro, Cali. Come back show for uh, both myself and Brother Matt. Brother Matt from Thailand, me from uh, Hellride Tour, our oars became Wings Tour, 2002. 61 gigs, 62 days, and did it. You can read the spiel on uh, Hoop Page with New Colors. It's a sunny... The summer colors. Yeah. No more green. I have to fight those feelings. So anyway, hold tight. Hour 3 coming up. July 19, 2002. It's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro show. Oh, 
comic game. You want to uh, kill rock stars? Uh, she don't understand. Here's part six of the fourth tower of Inverness. The night has passed. The sun has risen up over the hills that stretch beyond the Bay of Inverness. The birds are cheering wildly. In the distance, crows are calling to one another. It's a bright, warm autumn day. Jack Flanders, nephew of the owner of the Inverness estate, has had a strange dream. He awakens to hear a voice deep inside his head. Testing. Testing. What? Alpha. Beta. What? Delta. What the testing. hell is that noise? <clears throat> this is Lady Jowls. I'd just like to say that this is an historic moment as once again science breaks through yet another barrier. This time, our own Dr. Missoula, mad genius that he is, has excelled once more with the world's first alpha wave intercom. Holy smoke! Eventually, the good professor will have a control panel, so you won't have to listen in on everyone's messages. What? I, I... No cause for alarm. It's merely an intercom. We can't read your thoughts. This has been a test. What? Hey, what? What is this beanie doing stuck on top of my head? Well, I certainly can do without this. Oh, Jack, before you remove that, let me remind you it is now four o'clock in the afternoon and time to hang the dragonfly paper. That is all. This place isn't real. Hello. What? What? Who is it? Jack? Yes. Jack? Uh, this is your auntie, Jowls. May I come in? Yes, yes, come in, come in. Oh, Jack, I'm sorry to disturb Look, what you. What is I... the idea of sticking this electronic beanie on top of my head while I was asleep? Oh, you have one. I didn't know. I suppose when Jives was passing them around, he must have seen you were asleep and just placed one on your head. Well, I don't particularly enjoy the idea of people tinkering with my brain while I'm asleep, you know. No, Jack, 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 don't be a crab. <sighs> I detest electronic gadgets that intrude on one's privacy as much as anyone. But it's like what Lord Jowls used to say. The device is not the problem. It's what you do with it. That is the problem. Hmm. Well, it was after we had our little chat that I realized I could no longer stay in 1930. If culture is to come to the masses, we may as well help it along. Wouldn't you agree? No. Well, it is a clever intercom, don't you think? All those damn devices ought to be crushed. Oh, a regular Philistine this morning, aren't you? Oh, it's afternoon. You must be starved. Come along, Jack. Maybe we'll find Frida. She thinks the world of you, you know. Yes. It's a splendid day. We'll have tea out on the terrace. Ah. It's so beautiful. Tell me, Auntie, where did little Frida come from? Oh, it's such a long story. It takes so much energy to tell. It has to do with Lord Giles, uh, crumpets. Uh, no, thank you. I'm certain it's her devotion to him that causes her to smoke those infernal Havana cigars. I have nothing against Fidel Castro, mind you. I think he's a good man, good for his people. But it just doesn't seem right or healthy that a small child should smoke such large cigars. Why, the scale isn't right. 
It always looks as though she's going to topple forwards, don't you think? At any rate, her devotion to you, Jack, is similar, because you are an adventurer like Lord Charles was. No, Auntie, I am not an adventurer. No, but you will be. You already are. One can merely look into some people's eyes and tell what they will be. It's like looking at a seed and knowing it will grow into a lovely tree. It just takes actions to confirm the fate. Fate? The part is written. The character is cast. It's all in the way you play the role. Look at me, Jack. Yes, your eyes are sensitive. In you is something wild, something untamed. Don't ever let it be tamed, Jack. Be like the unicorn. It's very strange that you should say that. Really? You know, I... I saw a unicorn once. It was when I lived in London. Tell me all about it. Are you sure you really want to hear this? Oh, yes, yes, go on. Well, one night I was walking along the street... I had swallowed some hashish, uh, purely by accident, of course, and for some reason I felt very, very open to everything. I was going to see a friend of mine that lived in Holland Park. Anyway, there was a fellow who was across the street. He was watching me. It was more like he was attracted to me as though I were a magnet. He came over to me, kind of swaying, uncertain. I stopped and waited. He was very large and tall. Then he looked at me, down into my eyes. And you know how sometimes your eyes meet with someone and there's a a shaft of intense energy that flashes across? Yes. Well, what happened? Apparently, my eyes were so open, he tumbled right in. He fell right inside me, and I was suffocating... He fell so deeply inside me that suddenly I exploded and blew him right back out. And in between us was something like a lightning flash. And there was a white unicorn. It lasted for just a moment. Then it was gone. I have no idea whether he saw it or not. Oh, he, he started talking very forced hip talk wanting to know where he could get some drugs, and of of course I didn't know, so we parted. But oddly enough, when he left, he was totally confused, and I was absolutely stone sober. Yes, yes, you've seen the unicorn, that is you. It's pure and untamed. Follow it. As we look in on the Inverness Mansion, we see Jack is in the laboratory talking with Dr. Missoula. Chief Wampum and the caretaker, old far-seeing Art, are loading rolls of dragonfly paper onto a pushcart. When they finish, some push and others pull, and they move out toward the dragon's cave. Oh, yes, 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 it's true. Many wise men are coming from my country, coming here to the west. But there is such abundance in this country that sometimes the guru from the east who has never seen such abundance, nor has ever had the opportunity to so easily fill his arms with more than he can carry. And how you say, it blows his mind, you see. <laughs> no, my friends, there is very little I have ever accomplished. <laughs> However, 
As a young man, I did accomplish the fine art of flying on a prayer carpet, you see. That must have been something. Oh, it's all relative, my friend, as to whether it's an aeroplane or a carpet, you see. For someone that has seen neither, what would surprise him more, a man on a prayer carpet, huh? Or a giant silver aeroplane, you see. So one fine day, while taking a passenger for a ride on the back of my carpet, you see, a pretty young girl, I might add. <laughs> I was a young man then, you see. I made a sharp uh, turn, and the passenger slid off and landed headfirst in a, how you say, frog bug, huh? You see? Oh, I tell you, she was hopping mad. <laughs> shh, shh. We are nearing the cave. Now, now what we'll do is put the dragon fly paper so, so that it's tied from one tree trunk to another. I see there are footprints, you see. Well, of course, we were here last night. Jay Wampum, will you give me a hand here? Now be careful, don't get caught in the glue. I wanted to ask you, Dr. Missoula, why won't the dragon's fire melt the glue and ignite the paper? The glue is the glue is a special cats and jamma kid formula that does not melt, you see. Oh. And, and the paper, the paper is asbestos with wire reinforcing, you see. Hmm. What do you know about the Wurlitzer of Wisdoms? You were in the East Tower? The Madonna Vampira took me there. The Madonna Vampira? Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. And then she split, and there I was alone. And the next moment, in came Meanie Eenie, or, or someone that looks just like her, and she tried to slice me into little pieces with a big meat cleaver. Impossible, impossible. What do you mean, impossible? Meanie Eenie is like, is like a child, a prankster, but never cruel. That's when the world wants some wisdom. That's when... That's when the world... That's when the world... In other words, you feel it couldn't have been Meanie Eenie. You yourself don't believe it, so... Well, I don't know. It looked just like her, but... Well, it was almost as though there was someone else inside her body. Like a demon? Yeah, like a demon. Here, here. Tie this to the trunk on that tree, all right? All right. Uh, you, you don't think it'll break these, these ropes? No, special fiber. What do dragons eat, anyway? A tourists. You know, when I, when I saw the dragon last night, it had the most incredible eyes. Yeah, Almost say? human. Well, pay no attention. They, they argue all the time. Farseeing Art is, a, is an old cowboy, and Chief Wampum is an Indian. So, you know, stretch this paper. Stretch it. All right, now pull. What have you found? Tracks in the mud here. Giant lizard tracks. More than that, these little narrow tracks, see? They lead right there into the cave. Yep. And could have been made by a five-speed Italian pedal master. But that is not all, you see. Or over here, over here. The dragon has stepped on these tracks. But now, oh, over here, now, you see, the tracks ride over the dragon's paws, you see. That means that first the pedal master went into the cave, 
And then the dragon came out. Then the dragon went back in, and the battle master came back out, yes, no? Whose eyes did the dragon have? Yours, Dr. Missoula. Ramana Maharshi, when he was dying of cancer, and all of his devotees were crying and saying his arm was all cancer, they said, said, Ramana Maharshi, you know, Bhagwan, God, you know, God incarnate, you, you are it all, why don't you save your body? He says, no, no, it's finished its trip, it's time to go. And they said, don't leave us. And he said, don't be silly, where can I go? As we look in, we see Dr. Missoula, Jack, Chief Wampum, and that old far-seeing Art have completed hanging the dragonfly paper near the Temple of the Seven Pillars, which, as you know, is located just outside the dragon's cave. These tire tracks were definitely made by a five-speed Italian pedal master. Yeah, and who other than Meanie Eenie rides such a weird vehicle? Far as I can see, no one. When the tire tracks go into the cave, they're stepped on by these giant lizard paws. And when they return from the cave... They ride over the lizard paws. Hmm. Why would Nini Nini want to pedal into the dragon's cave, you see? Most strange. Well, she did pedal back out again. Gentlemen, gentlemen, since, since darkness is approaching, I think we should ponder this remarkable problem somewhere other than right at the mouth of the dragon's cave. Yeah, I see what you mean. I propose we return the cart and ourselves post haste and ponder this problem over a glass of port. Dr. Missoula, I, uh, I've noticed that Chief Wampum and old far-seeing art are very strange. Oh, yes, yes, they, they argue all the time. Hmm. Old art was once a cowboy, so he refers to Chief Wampum as that savage, you know? Uh, the chief's real name was uh, Rama, Rama, Krishna, Vishnu, Vishnu, uh, uh, something like that. Well, when he came to the West, he changed his name to Chief Wampum Stumpum. Oh. You think he's for real? Does he have powers, you mean? Yeah, I guess that's what I mean. You've met Wham Bam Shazam? Oh, you mean that teenage boy? Well, the chief claims to be teaching Wham Bam how to fly. Through the air? That seems to be the preferred substance to fly in. Excuse me, I could not but hear your conversation, you see. There are many people like the young boy, Wambam, who desire trivial powers, such as to fly. I don't know if I'll consider that trivial. Many people have a strong desire to fly, you see. Now you can, how you say, go at it directly, you see, such as Wambam. What's indirectly? Indirectly is becoming a realized being, where flying is merely like paddling on water, you see. Well, I take it that Wham Bam just wants to fly. He doesn't care anything about becoming a realized being. Oh, no, everyone, no matter who. Housewife, Blanker, Ippy, or how you say, Adet, huh? huh? All wish to become a realized being, you see. Everyone would like to be God, you see. But people are in no hurry, you see. There are many, many, how you say, 
things, huh? To taste along the way. Many desires. Desires like webs we spin ourselves, you see. Like what desires? Anything, anything you desire. Some people desire to fly. So I have taught them how to fly, you see. Oh, but they were, how you say, weighted down with so many desires that they could get but a few centimeters off the ground, you see. Or maybe high as your knee, eh? Yes. <laughs> they, they looked very foolish flying at that level. People do not like to be laughed at, you see. Or did they give up flying? Most of them, yes. Or they desire something even more than that. So, so weighted down they get that eventually they come to a belly landing, eh? Or, or how you say? Grinding halt, you say. Shoot, I dust myself off and try again. By that time, the desire to fly was so great, it is not possible, you say. But if you drop the weight of their desire and soar higher and higher up into the heavens, you say. Say, there's something I wanted to ask you. Yes? There are some people who have the power to change themselves into other people or other creatures. Oh, yes. Uh, not just create an illusion, but actually change. Oh, yes. But you see, since this is all illusion, what is actual change, you see? Hmm. One more question. Yes? Have you ever seen the fourth tower of Inverness? No, but I know of its existence, you see. Really? From where? From Wemmem Shazam. Wemmem's an odd boy. Even though he's a teenager... He wears the clothes of the 1950s. Wears his hair in a, uh, a what you call it, a DA. And he loves the music they played then. Right? Yeah, 50s music. That jukebox does exist in the fourth tower. And I'll bet Wham Bam's got the key. Life could be a dream. Shaboom, if I could take you up in paradise of a pop. Shaboom, you tell me, darling, I'm the only one that you love. Life could be a dream. Sweet heart, hello, hello again. Shaboom, you hope for me to get boom, boom. Okay, here's part six, the fourth tower in Inverness. Continuing saga of Jack Flanders trying to get it together <laughs> keep his marbles. Watt from Pedro Show.
kind of serious. That's bedhead. Somebody gave that to me on tour somewhere, and I always wondered what it sounded like. Uh, I play almost everything I get, and for some reason this one never got played, but now it did. That's called Bedside Table. <laughs> They're very uh, adamant about getting their point across. They wouldn't want to obscure anything. Before that, Flea doing a version of Germs Media Blitz. Funkadelic Cosmic Slop. Right after part six, Fourth Tower Inverness, the con- continuing saga, as is the sounds of, Pedro. sounds of Pedro in the backdrop. And here we are. What for Pedro show, July 19th, 2002. Brother Matt, Let the Love Grotto, Pleasure Point, Pedro Cali, Wild Kingdom Radio. You got to get that sign together. You got it down. Do I? I don't need it. <laughs> okay, here's what I need. Madonna.
Watt from Pedro Show. 100 flowers. Reject yourself for that. I have to apologize. I cut off the last 16 seconds like an idiot. But that was Deer Hoof, favorite band of Nels with uh, Frenzied Handsome Hello. Transmission Joy Division before that. And we started with Causing a Commotion by Madonna. Uh, sorry for it coming in that loud, but synth pop. Yeah, the big Nuremberg oomph. Okay, here's some Cabaret Voltaire.
sorry about that, Cobras. That's Cobra Verde with Tourist. Before that, we had Bruce Luce with something he did about 19 years ago. He's the, he's the singer for a flipper solo thing called What's Your Name? And we started with Cabaret Voltaire doing a Velvet song. Here she comes now. Uh, it's the end of another Watt from Pedro show, the July 19, 2002 edition. Thank you much, Brother Matt. Oh, one year mark here. Yeah, one year of uh, broadcast from Pleasure Point. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back soon next week. Yeah, rolling with another spin cycle from Brother Matt and more tunes from Watt and Spiel, of course. Okay, everybody, keep your powder dry.